and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There you go. Today, we have an exciting episode for you as we listen to Switched and their album, Subject to Change. But before we get to that, before we dive into that new metal goodness, guys, we got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So way back, way back in the day, back when we were just kids, we did an episode about Pulse Ultra. And uh, people, uh, people had some things to say about it over on Facebook. One, Daniel Terry of the Discography Discussion podcast, he said... Perfect example of an album where the first song is better than the rest of the record. Thank you, Lauren, for bringing up Caven's Antenna album. That's one of my GOAT records. Also, Glassjaw is not new metal. The forever Glassjaw debate. We'll keep it going. Uh, Scott Bikowitz said, Blast from the Past. I remember hearing about these guys after reading an article in Guitar World about the top 10 up-and-coming guitarists. They did a profile on Pulse Ultra's Dominic Cifarelli, who was describing the band as Dream Theater meets Incubus. I was super intrigued and went out and bought the CD. It's not a bad album, but definitely some duds on here. These guys definitely have some musical talent, but I feel like they didn't quite find their footing with this album. Unfortunately, they were dropped from their label before they had a chance to finish the follow-up a year later, and the band just fell apart after that. Tragic story as old as time. R.I.P. Sheldon brought up the fact that we had mentioned that we have been posting on Reddit, which, uh, you know, is its own minefield. And he said, I have recommended the podcast on Reddit like two times, y'all. Should there be an R Roach Coach subreddit? Sounds like Jenny would love to be a mod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a can of worms (laughs) that I'm not going to open. Suffice it to say, mods are sleeping. Mods are sleeping. Elric Everett says, I heard these guys on an Ozfest sampler in 2002. Heard the whole album later on, and there's some tracks I liked, except in Big Brother mostly. I do agree the album itself isn't as strong. I really think a Titan sophomore album could have helped them out, but like Jenny said, they were one of those transition bands in 02 to 03 that sadly fell to the side. If they lasted longer, this would be a great opening band or a great band opening for Coheed and Cambria. Hmm. P.S. Matt STS runs great on my MacBook. No excuse, my man. What does that mean? Uh, Slay the Spire is that um, roguelike game that we were talking about in a couple episodes. Needless to say, I've, I've already mentioned it, but I downloaded Steam for my Mac, and I downloaded Slay the Spire, and I have been enjoying it immensely. In the little downtime that I have it, roguelike games are perfect for that, where I'm like, oh, I died. I'll see you in two hours or 20 days. That was just for him and me. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I need subtitles. <laughs> I need, I need, a, I need a, a wiki, expo- a wiki how. Wiki how? Oh, I love a wiki how. You need some Cora. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. mm, give me a Cora. Oh, I get Cora updates in my email. I read them all. I love it. It's always the dumbest shit I've ever seen, and it makes me so happy. Jake Leach said, "Guys, I had never heard this record before, but I really like this album. It took me back to when I was 15 and really wanted to be Jeff Hardy." Okay, respect. Okay. Fucking respect. I, I get I, that. 
I have no idea who that is, but okay. Uh, I absolutely had a Tool slash Alice in Chains slash Incubus mix CD during that time, and a few songs on this would have made it on for sure. Let me explain. Jeff Hardy is one of the Hardy Hardy boys. boys. (laughs) I was going to say the Hardy brothers. Oh, boy. No, let me explain. Let me show my authority. Am I getting schooled by wrestling expert Jennifer Bloomer? (laughs) No, not even a little bit. Uh, But Jeff Hardy is known for high flying. uh, High flying. He's a flyer. He's a flyer. He has the ability of flight. I like this guy a lot already based on everyone's descriptions that sound 100% accurate. Look, I went to see Monday Night Raw once and a local oh, yeah. wrestling show in Daytona a couple times. So if anybody has any questions about professional wrestling, let me know. I'll you make are, up an answer that won't be true. You're the relative expert in this room. Uh, well, I think Matt might take the cake there. But uh, <laughs> all right. Mike Newton says, this is what I love about this podcast. Let me explain. We will. Uh, this was one of the very few albums of new metal back in the day that I did not listen to. I think I heard it. I think I heard Slip and Sin, and it didn't catch me, so I didn't dive any deeper. And of course, it was bound to show up here, and now I have my shot. This episode frustrated me because all the songs were so close to being enjoyed thoroughly, but there's always something fucking it up for me. It's like when you sneeze right before an orgasm, and then you got to start all over again with new momentum. Classic. Classic problem. If I, let me tell you how many times. It's like I'm allergic to pleasure. Uh, (laughs) That's what the song reminded me of. It was frustrating because I kind of dug it, but not enough to buy the album or even a song itself on iTunes. I had that, oh man, factor. It is what it is. You guys made a fantastic episode, so it was a win all the way around. Thanks, guys. Keep up the journey. We will. Thank you very much, Mike. I hope your allergies clear up. Indeed. Uh, Timothy John Henderson said, guys, I'm catching a theme here with the guys here. Guys, in my humble opinion, no offense to others, this album was the ultimate snooze fest. I felt the pain that Jenny and Matt were going through and could totally relate to their sentiments. But hey, someone has to like this band, so great job being a good (laughs) citizen, Lauren. Okay. P.S. I recently rewatched a movie I always loved called Ginger Snaps and was reminded of how much new metal music gets played in that movie. It really fits the vibe of the film. Any of you guys familiar with it? Awesome take on the werewolf genre. I am a big Ginger Snaps fan. We watched it many times in college. And then when they released the sequel, I was living very close to Canada. We were able to drive to a Canadian theater to see the sequel in theaters um i dozed through a little bit of the middle but i was awake for the end which is crazy i've not seen the third one uh but yeah ginger snaps pretty cool jenny never heard of it will investigate nope that would be new Mm, and it's got a lot of new metal on the soundtrack Mm. oh shit we'll take it to the new metal advisory council Uh, Alejandro says, wow, what an amazing episode. This is the best one since the toxicity one. Well, thank you. Thank you. I can always count on Lauren to have my back. And this was always one of my favorite albums and wanted this band to succeed so bad. To me, this one is one of the all time one and done bands. 
The episode came out of left field, and I didn't expect a deep cut like this. This is why you guys are the best music podcast out there. I feel like I'll I'm just fucking reading this, and somebody's massaging Put my it back on the website. <laughs> Put a poll quote in all of our press releases. <laughs> Mentally, I've always recommended this album, and you guys caught the signal. Oh, wow. And 10 as well. Yes. Who's telepathically communicating will be next week. Uh, now that the floodgates are open, let me recommend a moody boy <laughs> slash slow boy oh Uh-oh, called One Side Zero. The room is, is the room getting smaller. They've recently gotten back together and are having their first show on August 18th at the Viper Room. You know what? I did know that. Spotify told me. You guys have motivated me to dig into my photo archives, and I'll post a picture of me with Paul Sulter from 2002. I'll tag you on Instagram when I find it. Thank you, Alejandro. I am somewhat sorry about the results of, as you know now, what happened last week. Um, But thank you very much. Thank you. You're the best. And uh, Alejandro did eventually post those photos with him with uh, with the guys in Pulse Ultra. Very cool stuff. Alejandro really, um, I feel like Alejandro and Tom were in the same rotational nexus. They seem to have been in a lot of the same places. Um, Chad Worrell. Yeah, that's a name I haven't name. heard in a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, for the record, I did discover you guys from Reddit. I was on there bitching about that that first corn album not making the canon, but I'm sure you all have heard that enough, right? <laughs> Never enough. <laughs> Never enough. Never enough. Well, I love hearing it. By the way, that Revolver article makes me feel so vindicated for pestering you all to review 13 by Mushroomhead. Yes, it's 13. I'm sorry. I call that X I I I. It rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it's so catchy. <laughs> It makes me feel like I'm having a fucking seizure when I say it, but I like it. I like to live on you know, the edge. I like to go to the store, and so I would like the Mushroom Head album X I I I. It doesn't make me sound like a crazy person or anything, <laughs> or someone who doesn't know how Roman numerals work. No, not at all. What kind of a fool doesn't know how Roman uh, numerals work? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously us, because us Jagmo has been saying X-I-I-I for the last how long? I mean... I think a, a whole episode. <laughs> I knew it was a Roman numeral 13. I we swear like, to God. But we were just like, no, X-I-I-I, doubling down. Not, not ever gonna say lean right. into it. If you're going to fuck up, Look, lean into it. This is America. Oh, boy. Here we oh, go. Oh, and if oh, you oh, want oh. me to say a number, I expect to see your fucking number, son. You want to put some letters in my face? I'm reading them like letters. Okay. 2018. Welcome. Caw. Explosion. <laughs> Caw. Yeah. Explosion. I'm sorry, but did Rome fall? I believe it did. Look what happened to Pompeii. Okay. A volcano? Yep, volcano. that's right. That volcano was like, yo, if you want me to write, a, you want me to say a number, you better write it down like a number. That, that's exactly what that volcano said. All people that. in Pompeii were like, no. And the, the Mount Vesuvius was like, you know what? It's too bad. True. So, call. Bye. Uh, Patrick. Wow, that that eagle <laughs> just exploded into an American flag. Wow, what a what a majestic creature. Patrick says, never heard this band before, but I've been listening to the album several times now, and I really like it. Good. Cool. Gabriel, <laughs> our Different opinion. Rolled in, and he said, dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
So everybody experiences things differently. Uh, Nick Fenton says it's like they took all the worst parts of Incubus, Papa Roach, Finger Eleven, and Taproot and recorded it. Cannot wait to listen to an episode of the Good Album. <laughs> oh, Nick, us too. Uh, uh, Jeff Kelly said, "Listening to Void, I realized that this drummer thinks he's way better than he is. Call it the drumming Kruger effect." Okay, Ooh. so I feel the need to explain this. Please. This is a pun and a joke. Oh, I. You get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So the Dunning Kruger effect. Do you know what this is, Lauren? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it okay, is. Okay, so I'm assuming that like majority probably wouldn't necessarily be familiar. The Dunning Kruger effect is uh, the phenomenon where somebody it's basically like an expert beginner. Somebody is new at something and they think they're much better at it, or or somebody's like seasoned in something and, and they're just like. Uh, they think they're much better at it than they actually are. So Jeff loves to punish people. <laughs> oh, no, I just made a pun about puns. I know you did. That wasn't on purpose, and now it's insidious. Um, but oh, yeah, so that... Drumming Kruger did again. Drumming Kruger is Jeff's pun joke about somebody thinking they're better at drums than they are. And that was called Explaining a Joke. <laughs> oh, the death of comedy? Yes. I've been the Grim Reaper. <laughs> well, look upon my fields of dead yes. jokes. I hope you enjoyed laughing. Remember it fondly. You'll never do it again. What's that snake in a Jordan doing? <laughs> oh, damn it. That's the one I can't get. And from that Jordan, <laughs> comedy was reborn. Yes. And callbacks were reinstated. Mm-hmm. I think we have- and that's it. <laughs> All I right. Think we, got one, we got one comment left. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Our final comment <laughs> is from Twitter. Box Boron. Yeah. He said, to the chumps who recommended Pulse Ultra to Roach Coach, are you trolling the pod? The worst album yet. Totally appalling song craft. Vox straight from the devil's anus. Dumb lyrics. Bad riffs. A few Roach Riders and Indigo Angels died inside tonight. Hashtag soul murder. Hashtag light a candle. Wow. Well, this was a real bloodbath. <laughs> Jokes oh, really? died. Damn, man. I know. I never want to hear that I have too hot a take again. The Roach Riders and Indigo Angels are like, um, we got your hot takes right here. You can hear the sizzle. <laughs> but you know what? The flares went up, but the responses didn't come. The disagreement, although hot, was respectful to each other. That is true. And that's what we fucking love about our Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. We love it. So keep on leaving that respectable disagreement or respectable agreement (laughs) on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And um, you know what? Head over to roachcoach.com for everything, Roach Coach. Get yourself a hot tea. Check out old apps. We got them going all the way to back to that controversial app number one. Set this whole bad boy off. But enough about that. Let's talk about today and talk about the album of the week. Subject to change by Switched. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on February 26th, 2002. Whoa, come down. Way come down. This album, of course, I, I guess I'll just start uh, that this album was on a lot of lists recommended to us. I did Big Thrift It. 
But the big push was our boy Tom Hazard, friend of the show. Uh, basically talked it up so much uh, when we sat with him at the Nashville Rock and Pot Expo that we said, yeah, we got to do it. And he said, you're going to fucking love it. He said it a couple times. So we're like, all right, bro, we're doing it. Gauntlet thrown. Uh, history was switched? Uh, no, other than it being recommended and a heavy endorsement. I have never heard of this band. Lauren, how about you? Yeah, I never heard of this band until, you know, people had recommended it to us. And then Tom gave us the uh, real heavy push. Nope, no idea. <laughs> nope. All right. You don't even have to ask me. I did I not know. I don't have know. to say your name. Nope. Um, yeah, this was a big thrift. Pick this up from Second and Charles for a sweet $3.75. What a steal. That sounded sarcastic, but I meant it. I appreciate it. I know, I know that came from the heart. It did. Speaking of hearts, lungs, body parts, capillaries, let's talk about this gross-ass album art. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what I'm looking at here. We got, we got just the whole body just sort of dissected. We've got muscles. Things are labeled. There's something here that says esophagus, aorta. Just Yeah, but it's all just sort of spread out over the whole liner notes. I mean, I think I'm seeing the inside of an ear. Yeah, I'm right, because that's the... Um, cochlea? Cochlea, that's right. Mm, classic cochlea. Yeah. Yeah, the front cover has what looks to be... like Is that like a road or a conveyor belt of some kind? But then it's hooked up to... What looks to be a, a very detailed x-ray of the inside of a body. I mean, you can see the tongue, and I can't tell. Is that supposed to be the brain, maybe? Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. And then we've got, uh, we got some straight-on shots here of a x-rayed man and a woman. You can see the lungs and the intestines. Um, all very clinical. I want to point that out. These aren't photos. These are all medical drawings. It's like that guy. Uh, do you guys remember when you were little kids and they had Mr. Body? Mr. Body. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, they, I mean, part of me feels like they should have got Mr. Body. It's a real gross anatomy. A, yeah. A lot, of, uh, a lot of blood. And then mixed in with this, we've got, I'm just going to say it. I am into this band photo. It's very funny. I don't... What are they standing in front of? Is that the I, ear? Yeah, they're standing in front of another ear. Yeah, because they're about, switch... They're about to rock it. Yeah, they're about to get in your ear. It's very new metal. It's it's super... What is that? Like, saturated? Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know any, anything about photography, but it's very saturated. We've got definitely, like, the palette. Their color story here is, like, black, white, red, and then, like a tan shade. Um, so we've got a lot of like red shadows on, on the faces of these members. And I, I, I don't know who's crouching at the bottom of the year, <laughs> but he looks ghoulish. Um, oh, I believe he's the guitarist. Okay. Cause he's the lone dreaded member of the band because I watched the video for their, the lead single and um, not to get ahead of myself, but, uh, in that video, 
like the lead singer, he's he's working hard, but that guitarist, he's the star. He's whipping those dreads like a motherfucking pro. He's um, a star. You're he a star. And we and we and we should we should not fail to mention uh, that these guys are crouched, looking cool and new metal as fuck, surrounded by veins. That's right. Lot Dream come veins. true. A lot of veins. Jenny, who are these boys? Who is in switched? Oh, well, I'll tell you right now. Uh, in switched, we got Ben Scheigel on vocals. Okay. Brad Koschmidt on guitar. Uh, Joe Scheigel on guitar. Chad Seliga, I, yeah. I'm probably butchering that, on drums. Sean May on bass. And we get a little, well, one time, one song. Jason French shows up to play bass. That'll be when we hear the song Walk Away. But that's who's Pro- in the band. That's right. Uh, production by Jason Byler and Switched. And uh, Jason Byler, he's a part of the Byler Bros production team he's worked on a couple records that we have uh there he is i've got him here uh he worked on quite a number of nine-point records um, oh okay nine-point uh development nine-point statement darwin's waiting room holy shit um he also worked on quite a few saigon kick records because i believe he was a member of saigon kick um Will Haven. Oh, he actually did a, a lot of A&R. So he did A&R for a lot of bands as well. Skindred, Fiction Plane, um, Soil, um, a band called Tetanus. Mm, mm, which mm. Um, it, I, I'm not going to look it up, but if Tetanus is a new metal band, good name. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know for sure. So yeah, so we've got a we got a bit of a new metal rock and roll lifer behind the boards, and uh, like we said, Tom uh, Tom Hazard was in the studio with the band working on this record, and uh, he also was involved in the reissue of this album because uh, it initially uh, came out uh, like Jenny said in 2002 and was reissued in January of 2006 on the Corporate Punishment label. Tags genre tags. What do we got, Jenny? We got new metal and alternative metal. All right. Well, I think we've just about covered everything. We've talked about the the literal guts of this album art. That's I think right. We're ready to, I think we're ready to dive into this thing. All right. Our first track is called Inside. <laughs> Yeah. Break my frustration. Crack the walls that hold me inside. Never seen the light go shining through. Never seen the light, the likes of you.
Who wants to start on Inside? Uh, I'll start. Okay. This song had a lot of different things going on in it. It went from being like what I was certain was going to be a pit activator yep. to being a demonic boy. <laughs> I don't know what I would <laughs> describe that vocal styling as. Uh, then we got a little bit smooth, and then we went back into, um, you know, a lot of the screaming. Uh, it, it felt like a lot to put in one song. That's not to say that I didn't like it, because I did. But one of the things that I was thinking about was when we talked to Tom, he was like, I don't know how they weren't bigger. How, like, they're so good. I don't know how they weren't, like, huge. You're going to love it. And it's like... Uh, I, the first time I listened to the song, I was like, well, if every song has this much shit in it, it was probably just really hard to get like a read on what the vibe was going to be. That said, it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a good song. It's just like a lot of different styles smashed into an opening song. Yeah. Lauren, what do you think? I was very surprised when it became a smooth boy. I wrote in my notes, he's a smooth boy. Because you don't think that's going to be the case when it starts. No, uh, I was getting ready to activate. Yeah, and it feels almost like a little bit of a bait and switch. But at the same time, as Jenny said, you've got the smooth boy. So then you think, well, then I guess I'm, I, should, I should adjust myself accordingly for smooth boy. Then at like 223, he drops this like really good scream. And you're just like, okay, all right. And the band is, the band's rocking. The band can do it. So it's just, yeah, right off the bat, I was a little surprised because um, I was not expecting that. Um, and I did watch the video. This was the first single. I'll just read my notes. The band looks very new metal, which I think they achieved that 100%. Uh, lead singer has an eyebrow piercing. The guitarist, I said, great dreads, star of the video. And they're performing in front of an old house at night and then you basically see a murder in reverse of a couple fighting. And so at the beginning of the video, the police are there and they're like, what happened to this guy? And then we see it in reverse that it was an argument with this girl and she basically hit him on the back of the head with a trophy. And that was that for him. Wow. Songmeanings.com did not really show up too much for this album. Just a couple comments on a few songs, 10 on this one. A decent amount of people given a try, trying to figure out what this song is about. My favorite was Cowgirl, who said, all right, I'll take a stab. (laughs) I think it's about having your heart broken, and then they rub it in your face. Are you happy now? And why can't you just leave me alone? Say that. I think it was a popular girl because never seemed to like uh, the likes of you. I turn it up loud and just sing along because they're good. It doesn't matter what it means. Mm. All right. That's a classic. That's like that's that's a song meanings classic. Song meanings classics. <laughs> All right. Up next we've got four walls. Okay. <laughs> Threw away my only 
Oh, guys. Let's rap yeah. about it. What's going on? They do so many things I like. Mm-hmm. And then do things I do not like. All in the same song. I am fucking living for that chorus. Yeah. I'm living for those screams. That is what I want. And then I get whiny, moody boy vocals in the verses, and it takes me out, and I'm not happy about it. Ah, somebody take the, the mantle from me. Uh, it's funny because it actually took me a while to come around in this chorus, but I was totally fine for the verses because the verses felt like what I want from a new metal verse, you know, especially I'm going to say it right now, but every now and again, I just need somebody to just go and say their verse and just go, I slip my wrist for that bitch without thinking a bit. I'm like, yeah, that's. That's new metal money those, in the bank. Those That's lyrics new are new metal. Bank. Cannot, yeah. cannot deny. I, it just took me a while to come around on this chorus, which I felt was too wordy. Too wordy. Could have been tighter. It's Look, got a lot of the, the into another part I love, but it just, I don't know. Jenny? Uh, yeah. The... The chorus gives me a whiff of butt. Mm. When you said Into Another, there's a band called Into Another. Uh, oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Deep cut. Um, <laughs> so I'm still sort of like coming back from that. I really, I'm with you, Matt. There's so much that I really like. Yep. The, the verses themselves are very cool. When we get that moody chorus, that's where I get a little bit lost. It's just... The booty of it all. The booty of it you're, all. You're on a bit of a butt dive with that chorus? Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess like I wish I could understand more what the thinking was. This isn't even the case where like sometimes you listen to albums and I'm just like, oh, God, fine. But this seems like a move. This seems like an intentional move. It yeah. doesn't... It, it seems like it was a choice. So... I wonder why, like, were they like, we want to have all these different versions of the type of band we could be in one song? Are we going to do, is this like a case where it's like, they're trying to do it all? Cause I think each individual piece is good. The moody boy stuff is less for me, but I, I'm gonna I guess say I just don't understand. It's taproot all over again. You know, taproot. The episode famous for Matt saying, what do you want the pit to do? <laughs> they were like, basically, they would get super heavy and awesome at one point, And then they would smooth boy it up or they'd do something else. And it was just sort of like, they were just like, we got to show everything that we can do. And for them, they, you know, they, they had another chance. But I think they came out, you know, at the right time. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe just with these guys, it was uh, too little too late. Well, not too little. They're bringing everything. Yeah. Just late. Not too little, just late. Uh, let's keep on going here. Up next, we've got Walk Away.
That's not where I want him to go. I'm sorry. I'm going to pause it. That's not where I want him to go. Man, ah, I'm whining. I hate when I whine, but boy, oh boy. You're walking down an alley. They're like, we're going to go to this really cool place. You're saying all the right things. And then oh. they, then they have, there's a big, like one of those hooks that pull people off the stage. Yeah. Big hook like that. And it pulls you into a butt. <laughs> And you are in a butt. Not another, res- not another so restaurant or a bar. The Sandman comes to take us to the butt. <laughs> I was whisked to a butt unexpectedly. I trusted you, switched, and you pulled me into a butt with a big hook. Let's 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 hear let's hear the whole let's hear the whole chorus. All right, let me let me go back to the. Living for Fuck yeah. Yes. No. It's weird because then once you pass through the butt, you're taken to this like really like anthemic modern rock chorus. Mm-hmm. I could see any of the pieces of this puzzle working super well. Yep. It just feels weird together to me. Lauren, Matt. Well, I am. Um... Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I'm just going to go to my notes. And and all I'm gonna say is this hook is money. The boys did it. <laughs> oh no! I was like, this song kind of crushes. And then I wrote, this is where I was when I wrote these notes, you guys. I said, this is why I do this show. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> why do I ever go first? <laughs> well, you and me both were just like, uh, I'm just gonna pull likes. my pants down and shit on all. Yeah. Of them. Do you like <laughs> this? Well, it's probably because. You have no dick. <laughs> Just like completely like you like this. What? <laughs> and, uh, you thing, know, I, you never know. You know, you're never going to. Here's the thing. I'm always I'm always much more acutely aware, uh, you know, since we really started to define like the butt dive and the whole butt rock sound. But this one I felt just was more in a a new metal smooth boy. That was the vibe I got with that one. But, you know, one man's smooth boy is another man's butt cheek. I got to work on that one. Mm. You've got <laughs> that time. One, yeah, that you one's got, not done no. yet. That one's not done yet. Gotta I would try it. it for the next half an hour. We'll, we'll okay. be here. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Up next, we've got religion. Oh! <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm waiting. You don't trust it. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> what is? Oh, 
Lauren. Matt Nas. Matt Nas. Matt Nas. We just keep saying each other's names. You, I was, I was watching you like a hawk on this one because you, my friend, were like, it was like watching a coach watch a player. <laughs> And just being like, that's right. That's right. Underhand serve. Underhand serve. Okay. Yep. Hit it. Volley it back. Volley it back. Don't let that go. Don't let that go. Oh, 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 they did it. Grand slam. Like you were real wrapped up in this one. Yeah. Walk us through your feelings. Hot open on this track. We got the ABCs. We've got the fundamentals, the things we love to hear. We've got a growl. Mm. We got a chug. Yep. We've got drive we nearly have a pit activation we're there then we go to the verses and uh, a new vocalist appears or a different take on the vocals same guy same guy different take on his vocals kind of a billy badass vocal like i like our demon our demon boys now yeah I'm a tough old guy. I'm in a room by myself. Nobody <laughs> talks to me. I don't want them to. Like that guy's there. <laughs> but Those then, are good lyrics. Thanks. But then he goes into that scream and I'm alive again. I'm like, the scream wins forever. And then I get the singing boy and I'm like, the dichotomy isn't where I want it to be. I kept thinking about Lincoln Park. I kept thinking about our boys in Lincoln Park and how they play off each other so well. Mm -hmm. Chester plays off Shinoda so well. Even if you hate them, musically, you're like, boom, they're, they're in lockstep with each other. If this is the same guy, I'm like, how are you not in lockstep with yourself? It, it's ta it's taproot all over again, man. It's taproot all over again. This is the same thing. What it was one guy and he was screaming and then he was smooth boyan. Because this thing, it's got it's got a hot drop. He screams yap top, which is what we pay our money for three dollars and seventy five cents. I better have somebody screaming yeah over a hot drop. It's got a good swing to the verses and the chorus. As I wrote in my notes, it feels like they couldn't decide on one way or another to do it, so they said, you know what? What probably happened was. Byler walked in. He said, hey, it's me, Jason Byler, one half of the Byler bros. Oh, shit. You, okay. You need, you need to decide which way you're going to do this, this chorus. Jason, and they were like, where's your brother? Don't worry about it. Okay. okay? Don't do me. I'll keep tabs on my brother. All right. Yeah. Just okay? we've never met him. So. Right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at this point, we don't know if he okay. exists. Listen, he's real. Okay. All right. I'm his brother. We lived in the same house. He lived across the road, across the hallway from me. From like across the life. road from across you? Across the road? Across the hallway. That's okay. a neighbor, hey, Jason. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's my brother. I'm he's sure brother. he's with your girlfriend in Niagara yeah, Falls. No, yeah. My brother is real. My brother is real. He's a real person. All cool. right. We see each other at Christmas and Easter and other major holidays. All right. Look here. Look at my phone. See? See that? See what it says on my phone? Tyler, bro. Yeah. That's my brother. That's right. All right. Anyway, you guys need to decide. How this chorus is going to go. You going to scream it? You going to smooth boy it? Why don't we try something a little bit 
twisted <laughs> and do it all at once. This is what I'm talking about. This is something my brother would want to do. I like it. I'm going into the booth. I'm going to text him. That, yeah. That, that picture him. was a stick figure, Jason. I just want to point out. Listen, listen, listen. He's an artist. That's what he likes to be in my phone. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get up in the booth. I'm going to text him about this great idea you have. Let's do this. Let's rock this. And scene. <laughs> <sighs> I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank the com- I don't know. I'm loving it. Uh, my only other note for this song is that I enjoy it, but why is it five minutes and 20 seconds? <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. <laughs> I Yeah, it was pretty long. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jenny. Yeah, your thoughts. Oh, I don't really have much to add to that. Matt, that was extremely thoughtful. Lauren, that was thoughtful and a great piece of theater. Oh, um, I like the song. I don't get, I don't know. It's like when you're just like really hungry and you have a bunch of shit in your fridge and you just want to eat it all, but like it shouldn't go together. All the pieces are good, but like I need them separately. It's, it's roundhouse kicking a fridge full of leftovers, you know? Mm, that's pretty good. That should be the review of this. Roundhouse (laughs) kicking (laughs) a fridge full of leftovers. Yep. Jenny Bloomer. (laughs) Right. That's why I I get paid the big bucks. That's why we get paid the big bucks. (laughs) All those roach coach dollars. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Up next, we've got 10 Dead Fingers. That was way more in the pocket for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liked that so much more. Uh, Jenny, you want to start on this one? No, Lauren, I want you to start because I don't okay. know what you're going to say. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't have any interest in crushing anybody. Oh, you're not crushing me. Um, I, what's interesting is that this was this one where I thought the chorus really came together. Like they really, it was a perfect mix of that. Yep, screamy into the smooth like it, it it all it was a perfect mix chocolate and peanut butter but the verses it sounded like he was like i'm gonna be soft i'm gonna screech a little i'm gonna yell scream a little bit and i was sort of like i, I don't know like it was it was it, i felt like he he could have just done it a little more straight ahead but instead it felt like he was like i'm gonna i'm just gonna really just try everything that i've got in my you know, in my repertoire and just do it all. 
and so I, I felt like that kind of pulled focus a little bit. But then you get into the chorus, and I'm like, this is what I'm fucking talking about. Um, and also, I wrote my notes. We are rocking. They are doing that. <laughs> That's how you I'm know. Just, yeah. This, so, uh, like, as, like, people who have listened to this for a long time will know, like, I, I'm not a musician. Uh, and so... I don't really know what it's like to be in a band or to write songs or anything like that. But what it did remind me of is improvising or writing comedy where I feel like maybe I, I don't know what the thought process was like writing these songs, but it's I it just kind of struck me as like, are you just trying to do too much here? Are you trying to like overreach? Yeah, or just like redefine what this genre is because each element that they pull into this is strong, but is it like uh, this is what this scene is about? This is like the joke. This is the joke. And then when you try to like say, like, okay, we've got this joke, but then we're going to have like all of these other elements. Now you're putting a hat on a hat. Right, which can be fine. But it, it feels like there maybe was it that, I mean, when this came out, we were in the come down. And so it's like, okay, we know that like new metal sounds like this or this. Well, these guys can do it all. So we're doing it all in one song. It's like having like four or five different, different jokes in a scene or something, which can work to a certain, you know what I mean? But the, it's not what the audience wants, right? Yeah. Like... It's what the connoisseur wants. Like, it does not surprise me that Tom's like, these guys are unbelievable. Because mm-hmm. for Tom, in his ears, he's seen the straight down the middle. He's seen the bands that define the genre. He's seen that. And now here comes this band, and they can do that and more. And the thing is, the general public sometimes doesn't want and more you know Mm -hmm. they sometimes just want what it is or they don't want it at all right it reminds me of a recent show i did where a woman said i just wanted it to be funny right (laughs) and i mean this album isn't uh it isn't that dire no it's i would say it's not dire at all it's just a little confusing because there's so much going on i can recognize the the good that we have here i'm just like Mm -hmm. not sure what to make of having it all be together like that lauren what was what was your take on this i can understand the need to stake your claim you know, coming in, like we, we often say about bands, like, oh, we can hear the influences, but who is this band? And so this feels like an instance where they were like, this is, we're switched. We are coming in right out the gate. We're going to let you know who the fuck we are. We do all these things. We can do them all well. And we're going to show you. And part of me is just like, can I get for a moment just easy, clear clarity? Just one straight ahead ripper that doesn't make me go, huh? What? What? What happened? Do you know what I mean? Because when I think about that's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. Because when I think about the songs that define the genre, the songs that we love, there's a clarity to them. And even here's the thing: if you come in and you fuck the game up with something weird, 
there's a consistency to your weirdness. My first thought is the first time anybody heard the sickness. Okay. Nobody was doing what Draymond was doing before he dropped that weirdness on everybody. But that song is like, once you get it, you're like, okay, I understand where, you know, they weren't trying to like do all the other things that, that disturb do. They were just on that one song. They were focusing on that one thing. And so I think that's maybe where I'm coming up with these guys. It's like, I, if they could just streamline some of these ideas that they're throwing around, they'd, they would have been fire as it is. They're good. They could have been great. Could have been. As I was asking you that question, I remembered that you had already told us what you thought. <laughs> so thank you for digging in and uh, bringing us even more. Uh, Much trying, appreciated. Man. I was like, nope, <laughs> that's not it. I am the self-proclaimed dean of new metal, so that's I've got to earn. I got to earn the title that I gave myself. You emeritus. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, we've got reflections. Allison chains me, bro. <laughs> I was loving getting Allison chains here. <laughs> uh, That's what it is. We got Allison chains. Oh no, this really does just take us back full circle to Rock and Pod. <laughs> when, <laughs> oh, uh, boy. So let me, let me, I'll finish the chorus. One second. That is a full Alice in Chains. Yeah, you get chained. You get chained. <laughs> Definitely. It's the world's worst prank show. You just got chained. Yeah, but when you walk through the door instead of a bucket of water, it's a bucket of chains and you're just <laughs> super injured. Oh, God, why? <laughs> Covered in scrapes and cuts. You have a mild concussion. <laughs> the bucket of chains. Chained. Bucket of chains drops on yeah. you while rooster plays. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is them bones. It's just yeah. people named Alice too. It's all just like these like nice women. Alice, you've been chained. Alice, Alice, you're on the show. Jerry Cantrell's <laughs> like, I don't know if I feel like this is good promotion for the band. No, it's good. It's good. Trust me. Remember, scare tactics on sci-fi. Ghouls have never been more popular. <laughs> Um. Yeah. The moment I heard this chorus, I said, "Oh, this one's just for me." Yeah. This one's just for me. 
Um, can we talk about the comments at songmeanings.com? Let's talk about it. Commenter Dark Rage <laughs> said, the best song on the entire CD. Maybe it's just because I've had friends cho- choosing the same path I chose a few years ago, and it brings back the memories. Besides the point, all caps, great fucking song. Mm. <laughs> and then um, I very can't believe this. Famous. <laughs> very famous. You, you want to read the celeb comment? Uh, yeah, sure. Who is it, Lauren? I mean, I don't know a lot about wrestling, but I know this guy. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, definitely real Vince McMahon, said, I've seen Switched a couple times. They rock, or they rocked, rather. Oh. Mm. That's that pretty. Sounds, thanks, Vince. That sounds like the kind of cutting take that Vince would say. I could believe it. And there's, I want to point this out. There's no numbers in this name. It's not Vince McMahon 74. Mm-mm. This is Vince space, not an underscore, space McMahon. Yeah. I mean, you can't really actually get a songmeanings.com account unless you enter your social security number. Oh. And so I checked, and it's him. It's really him. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there that is. There that is. All right. Up next, we've got any more. Activated. America. Speaking of. Hey, man. Hey, man. Oh. I just want oh. to point out I decided counting. We're going to call, uh, I'm going to change it up a little bit. It's one, two, three, four. Instead of five, we're going to say fuck. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm on board. Uh, I'm on board. That's the first lyrics of the song is one, two, three, four. Fuck. I love it. So. Um. Okay. So I activated the pit, and rightfully so, because they were doing activities that would require it to be activated. And that's uh, my collegiate uh, <laughs> breakdown of that. But then, okay, can we talk about this uh, vocal, <laughs> this vocal tick? That Absolutely. My, that my Absolutely. man had. I mean, maybe I should explain it. Like this! <laughs> I'm going to say one <laughs> word! Just a little bit uh, absurd! Do you think... They were going for a Jonathan Davis-y type thing. I definitely do. I do. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put my magnifying glass away. (laughs) Nice work, detective. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it... But does it work? I don't think so. I don't think so. I want it to because there are pieces of this song that work so well and are so awesome. Oh man. The the grunt, the growl at the beginning. This l- fucking great. This whole thing feels like the beginning, like the middle montage of like a Disney movie or something where like the team just can't get it together. This is yeah. the Mighty Ducks playing Iceland when Captain Blood um, that's when Coach Bombay is being too hard on the kids. That's what this feels like. They've got all the talent. What are they doing out there? You know? Guys. Come on. I Ducks think, fly I, together. I think you really I think you really nailed it. Because I wrote in my notes, like, first of all, when this the first time I heard this song and it starts, and he goes, one, two, three, four, fuck. I said, Oh, oh, new classic. Here it is. Uh, why why wouldn't why wouldn't this go in the canon are you kidding me this is what once again this is why i do this fucking show this is what i live for and then it drops into the verses and the first thing i noticed is that it's a straight up west limp biscuit lift but that's fine whatever that's fine but then we go into these verses and i wrote these verses no wow because, because i was like what are we doing here like just just do it like don't it just yeah it just didn't really it didn't work but then we go into the chorus and the pre-chorus i think they both rule but i wrote in my notes i'm like these guys shoot themselves in the foot man this song is so close to being a fucking bodies i mean i mean one two three four fuck that's like (laughs) why didn't i think of that right beautiful you know what i think of when i'm hearing this I think of Twisted Method, and I think of when we watched that video of them live, where the lead singer came out basically in, like, a gimp mask. Oh, like, he did sort of, like, a straitjacket thing. Oh, no, he came out in straitjacket, but they, like, he was trying to get away, and then they, like, let him go. Right. right? And, like, he's a maniac. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That type of vocalist could get away with screaming one word. Because all the words before it are going to be menacing. Mm-hmm. My man in Switched is singing. His, it's not, there's no malice behind it to build up to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I'm expecting kind of like that, like when Sensual Chino 
gives you like, oh shit, okay, yeah, everything's. And then he just hits you with a yell, and you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, where'd that come from? And you're like, I'm on board. Or when like Manson kind of has the ability to do that, where it's like he's being all Manson and he's using his singing voice before he screams. Yeah. That's what I'm also thinking of when I mentioned Twisted Method, because they seem like the kind of band that could do that. He's singing, and it would just be like me screaming the next word. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, wait, whoa, there's an, a, it's, the dynamics don't work for me. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if the boys can get the team in the right direction. Let's see if we have a tutor that can burn a cardboard effigy of Captain Blood and get the team back together. Sorry for anybody who hasn't seen D2. Uh, The next song is Skins. Only one, buddy. need to take a minute to talk about the fact that this band the band overall is crushing yeah they're great they're crushing and this is the song where really i was just like i just need more focused vocals that's all i need that's 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 the only thing i need otherwise i'm here i'm here this album needs a little Ross's rules. He sh- Too bad he wasn't the other Byler brother. Jason, we know you don't have a brother. What are you guys talking about? I told you I have. I see him. I saw him on Columbus Day. We we Col- hung out Columbus Day. Yeah, it's a fa- it's a big thing in the Byler family. All right, we we hang out and we just do Columbus related things. It's super fun. Do you... Oh boy, I do yeah. not want to unpack like that. Genocide, Jason. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Columbus is like super cool. He discovered America. Like, what's your um, problem? Okay, well, we're gonna okay. just leave that on the table yeah. and not eat it, and <laughs> uh, just move wait, on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You guys don't like celebrate Columbus Day. You guys don't like hang out and like play with like polio blankets. Like, what, what do you guys do then? Like, what do you guys do? Um, most <laughs> of the time we ignore the holiday. That's kind of my trip. We're mildly oh. inconvenienced when the bank is closed. Or the post office. and But good for the service workers for having a day off, you know? They're always pro day off. We love having days off. All right. All right. Whatever. Listen. Um, 
I'm going to go and text my brother right now and say what a good time I had on Columbus Day with him. All right, great. All right. Well, that's cool. See He's you a real person. Later. Oh, sorry. See it's just you. a vocal <laughs> tick I have. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, man, I, I need a little bit sharper hooks. I need to feel these vocals because I don't feel them. I need him to rewrite, 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 rewrite. Yeah. Because they have so many of the right elements. So many. I, you know what? I don't even know if I need a rewrite. Maybe I, I need an edit. I need an edit or a resing. Just, you know, smooth it out. Scream it out. One or the other. Choose your path. Do you want to sing or scream? And then they banished the wizard, and so they're going to do both. And their album did sell about 40,000 copies, but... That's 40,000 more than we've ever sold of anything, guys. That's true. This is true. Matt has 39,000 Rush Coach t-shirts in his basement. <laughs> Looking to move them. <laughs> Fuck, I wish we've sold 1,000 t-shirts. Uh, oh, you're right. I, I'm sorry. 39,900 and... 85? Yeah, about that. Okay, all right. Mixed with how many we've given away. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's okay. We're going to go on to the next song here. Wrong side. Jenny, thoughts on Wrong Side? Uh, I actually really like this song. It At this point, I guess I'm just like expecting there to be a lot of different things going on. This so far to me has felt like the most balanced like representation of what I think they're going for. Obviously, I really liked the heavy pieces of it. The smooth boys weren't too bad. We didn't get any demons, so <laughs> that was fine. Uh, what'd you think, Lauren? Uh, I thought it had a very Deftones opening, yeah. but I got really confused on when the chorus was happening, and I wrote in my notes, where are we? Is this the chorus? Because uh, we get to that I feel alone part, and I thought, oh, is this the chorus? But then 
you get to this other sort of screaming part, and I was like, wait, what? And so I, I got it. It was a little too disjointed for me. But there is a part near the end where he's screaming, wake up on the wrong side, uh, which I wrote, pretty cool, relatable. So, you know, not bad, not my favorite. I think for this one, I think also just because it gave me such a Deftones vibe that it was almost like too much Deftones that I was just sort of like, well, you know, I, I know what Deftones sound like. So, mm. Matt? Yeah, I was right there with you with the Deftones comment. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. Yep. All right. Up next, we've got Last Chance. They do a lot of that drop into chorus thing where it's like, we're rocking, we're rocking, we're rocking. I feel well, that's once again, this is one. It's got a good drop. I wrote, this is hot. We're creeping up. We're getting there. Pre-chorus. Pre-chorus whiffs it. But then we go into the chorus. I said, should have gone right into it. The my last chance part. Killer. Killer. Get that. You know what? This is like Skrillex and Incubus all over again. They were like, hey, Skrillex, check out this Incubus record. And he's like, get all these pre-courses the fuck out of here. And they were like, oh, good good point. Good point. So I'm saying. Just get to it. Get to it. It being your rocking choruses. Mm. Jenny, thoughts on Last Chance? Uh, Yeah, at this point, I'm just mad that they're not doing more with what they obviously have Mm -hmm. so this one wasn't my favorite uh but it was it was fine i mean these songs as as far as like i think the way that they're executed they sound proficient i just don't know why i'm getting all this like extra shit they don't need yeah because the thing is that i don't want to i feel like maybe we are i mean i'm not take away that maybe we are coming in very hot but it's like it's because there's so much on this record to really like. Oh yeah. And I don't love it. And it's driving me crazy that I don't love it. I, I I'm kind of like, why don't I love this? There's like, a lot of reasons for us to love this record. Right. Absolutely. Uh, how about this? I got five for you. One, two, three, four. Fuck. Come on. <laughs> I agree. 
I agree. Uh, all right. Well, let's see what the rest of the record has for us here. We've got Exterminate up next. This is probably one of the closest moments where it's almost perfect. It still has this bit of pre-chorus that slows it down. Because it's you get that, that heavy verse. It's just cheap blow is a far cry from victory, so give in or give out. And then it slows down. And then you get the, for a while, I'm listening. I'm looking for the smoke to clear. Do you get it? And then it's, boom, show your scars to me. And I'm like, ah, I don't need that. Just go. Just go. Just go. Just go. Because the momentum of the song would carry you there. Like, we don't the we don't need a buildup. It's there. The light is green. Traffic is cleared. There's no pedestrians. Go. Yeah. I like all the, like, take them down slow. All that. Love it, but yeah, why? Why slow down? It had to be an intentional choice. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah. There's some idea about, and that's what's driving me crazy. Is like, why did you make that choice? Yeah. Oh, that would be too straight ahead, is my first. Well, here's my question Why is it on every song? Why is there not one song where they're just go for it the whole way through? Let it rip. Do it. These guys could let it rip. Let's be real. Switched live, I bet you they murder. I bet you they murder. Because here's the thing. When they're live, generally, a lot of times, tempo's faster. Yeah, you speed up naturally. You know? And yeah, and you're and you're also feeding off the energy of the audience. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, I could just feel like way hotter. So, um... I just... Hold up. Second time in podcast history. Yeah, Satyra Banks saying, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How mm -hmm. dare you? That's how I feel about Switched right now. Um, I will say, though, like, on, on this, I mean, by this song, it's sort of like I'm still, like, 
Like I'm not I'm not mad about it. I don't know if I have like switch Stockholm syndrome where I'm just sort of like, nah, you know, but I mean like I mean it's not even that. They've got they've got so much to recommend them. It's just that there are these moments and it's like I don't even feel like we're necessarily asking for perfection. Do you know what I mean? Which is, you know, a weird nebulous thing, whatever that could mean, but it's just sort of like we know how great one of these type of songs could be and not even necessarily be a situation of like, Oh, they're ripping off somebody else. It's just sort of like, I think there's a lot of bands that are under the impression that they got to slow it down at a certain point or do some sort of thing. And it's like, these guys, they could just go for it. So. All right. How respectful all of our time is this album? Oh man, I was hoping you'd ask me that. This album comes in at 45 minutes and 50 seconds. Wow, and there seems to be a lot of tracks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, wow. f- feels l- long. Yeah, it's uh, 12 tracks. Well, okay. That's very respectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we are at the last track on the album. Uh, it should be noted that we are doing the original release, not the 2006 re-release. Uh, so spread was on the re-release spread was on the re-release along with a couple of howard benson produced tracks or basically reversion re um remixed versions of walk away and inside all right so we're not doing those Mm. but what we are gonna do is darkening days Closing out in a breathy boy. It's coherent, though. It is. It is a coherent breathy boy. Um, yeah, I was. You know, it's I like the, coherent, though. <laughs> um, that they should have put that on the front cover. Coherent. Um, <laughs> I, I love the riff uh, with the breathy boy, but overall, I was like, mm, this is just okay. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I never gave up on there being a song on this album that I was like, there it is. There it is. And it never came. Bummed. Bummed. I'm bummed. 
Yeah, I did a I did a full Christ Scout challenge on this record. Oh, what's uh, that? Uh, the old Christ Scout challenge, where you listen to it once over speakers, once over headphones, and preferably once uh, over headphones while doing some sort of activity. This time for me, some laundry, baby. Emptied and loaded a washer and dryer. Nice. Uh, to some darkening days <laughs> and the other 11 songs. And uh, yeah, it was it was always like, yeah, I was waiting, like you said, waiting for that one track where I went, ooh, ooh. Sometimes if I hear something real hot, I'll send you a text, Jenny, and I'll be like, ooh, ooh. such and such band. They got they got something. Um, but yeah, never quite came together. I guess I guess we're at the part in the show, Matt. Cannon talk. talk. There it is. Talk about it. I'll start. I'll go to my notes. These guys sound like they could have been hot with more focus. We've basically been saying the whole episode. I think everything is there but the vocals. Um, which not to say that he's a bad vocalist, it's just that there was um, too many tricks in Papa's bag, you know. Just need a couple. Papa, Papa. Um, of course, I uh, you know I I enjoyed Walk Away, but you know, and I also really like the song that sounded like Alice in Chains. But um, I uh, you know I couldn't see anything that would be canon, really. Jenny, I agree with you, and I, it fucking sucks because it's so close. It is so close to being great, but I do think that, yeah, just for me, the thing that really killed me was the mix of vocal styles that I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand the choices around throwing so much of that into each song. Um, It would have been awesome to see how they sounded with maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe if the other brother had been present, <laughs> could have offered some <laughs> He's balancing a real insight. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I don't, I didn't hear anything that I felt like needed to go in the canon, but it was so frustratingly close the whole time. And I never gave up hope, but I don't know, Matt. I don't think I'm going to plow any new new ground here uh, i was disappointed i i liked so many aspects of this record and it didn't finish the job for me like they they just they gave me too much at times or too little at others and it left me wanting and i'm bummed because they had quite the cosign from tom Oh, yeah. And I definitely understand exactly what he's talking about. And then I listen to it. And I also understand, like, I I think I for I'm not in the music industry. I don't know how the music industry works. But as a fan, I understand why this band wasn't bigger than it was, which sucks. Because as musicians, you can tell, like, they're close. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that one, because... There are a lot of things like either in improv or just comedy in general that I fucking love. And if I tried to show that thing to someone who was just like a fan of comedy, but like maybe not in super deep or like maybe 
didn't understand like the technical elements of what made something like work why for i me, found that funny yeah then you know they're like okay like i'm I, back in my brother's car playing him the sure, song i like it was kind of yeah exactly and, goes, and i'm yeah that's great i just wonder if it's like that kind of thing because i feel like i can see what's so good about this band but it just doesn't click for me and maybe it's because it just doesn't work i don't know but i think if i hoped for it to get better and still liked it even though it doesn't take a lot for me to just not like a band turn on it be bummed that i have to listen to it three times i never felt that way so i wonder if there's like just some piece that i don't get but it shouldn't go in the canon i don't think nope yeah no um, I mean, it should note, uh, going back to uh, listener Eric, who had recommended that we check this album out as well in the comments, he did point out that um, there, the guitarist, BC, is now in Nonpoint, and the drummer, Chad, was in Breaking Benjamin. So they certainly, you know, found their way into more successful bands later. So I think, you know, I think they're talent was not ignored by the industry i think people definitely heard this uh record but uh and and acknowledge that but just not enough to elevate the band this might also be a situation this is a band's band you know what i mean oh shit yeah you know Could i mean be. we listen i mean because just the other thing you always hear about sticking with the comedian's comedian you know that guy does stuff i dream about doing you know and it's like somebody who sells Todd like berry <laughs> You know, it's like this guy sells out a stadium. Yeah, you're right. Todd Berry's playing, you know, like the Crowfoot or something. And they're just like, I wish I could do what Todd Berry does. And Todd Berry's like, you sell out stadiums. He's like, yeah, but I can't do those things you do. And I'm maybe this is the case with these guys. You know, these guys are playing, you know, the arenas and they look at some band like Switch and they're like, oh, I, I wish I could do that. But we, we can't, you know, I don't know. I base that mostly on, you know, just the push from Tom, you know, but who knows? So, but I, I want to say I'm very glad that we got to hear this record because we got to have this great discussion about it. And certainly that's great. And um, we welcome more album recommendations well on into the future. And that does bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Shoot us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, leave us a review on iTunes. We know. The Juggalo Hundo. Juggalo Hundo. 100. It's coming. We're working on it. Working on a plan. One day, as I said, you're going to wake up. You're going to roll out of bed. Right side, wrong side, won't matter. You'll refresh your podcast app. Whoop, whoop. That's right. There will be. There we will be. Don't be a nut in hole. Yep. Absolutely. Until next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Spoken like a true juggalo. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, until next time. Uh, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's on my face. I feel the skies. In this
dust that closed another chapter to my life. And if so, 